and I'm so glad to be with you this morning. Glory to God. Let's see what we're doing here. Let me make sure we're on. Glory to God. Such a beautiful Wednesday. I know people are like, but it's raining outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is raining, but it's still a beautiful day. Amen. Glory to God. Every day with Jesus. Uh, there's a song that says is sweeter than the day before. Amen. Every day we grow and increase in the knowledge of him. It's an awesome day and it's a beautiful day. And so uh, as you come on, just say hello and I will greet you. And we're going to pray today for those who don't know the Lord. And these are individuals. We pray for individuals in our life and we pray for uh, people that we don't know. Uh, we let the Lord use us concerning his harvest. It's his harvest, right? We're doing this for him. And so we thank him for this opportunity to pray for those who do not know the Lord. Uh, I was thinking about two verses of scripture, one in Romans chapter two, and I believe it's verse four that talks about how the kindness and goodness of God leads to repentance. It leads men to repentance. And in thinking about that, because we pray good morning and happy Wednesday, Ivan, we talk about the harvest and we talk about, that's one of the things that we pray for. We pray Matthew 9 verse 38. We pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers or workers into his harvest. The fact that you and I are here on this planet still after receiving Jesus means that we have work to do. And part of the work that we have to do, well, all the work we have to do is because we need to, he wants to reap a harvest. And so our work is to his harvest, into his harvest. And so when we pray for laborers, we ask that he would use us as a laborer. Now, <laughs> I was thinking about this today and what I'm going to share uh, just very quickly here, I'll just preface it with this. This, this is my opinion. And so good morning, Donna. And so I, I, I will preface it with that because I know a lot of times I don't like to share my opinion on things, but I am going to share this because I think it's important. We're asking that he, that we, he make us ready. Like, so he's already given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And so we ask him uh, to send us out, put us in the right place. You know, we want to be listening to him uh, to work in his harvest, right? Because it's his harvest. It's not ours. It's his harvest. He's the Lord of the hardest. Good morning and God bless you, Miss Dottie. And so it's his harvest and not ours. So we want to work in his harvest. So we say, Lord, make us ready. We pray that prayer. So one of the things that I was thinking about because of Romans chapter two is that his kindness leads men to repentance. And then the good news, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the good news. What's the good news? That Jesus came, he died, he gives us life more abundantly, and when all is said and done, eternal life. <laughs> That's the good news. That's it in a nutshell. That's just the good news. Good morning, Laura. God bless you. So that's the good news, right? So sometimes I feel like people think that, you know, I don't have the right doctrine. I don't know a lot about the end times, you know, and I don't know, you know, what's going to happen. Good morning, mom. I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know. So I, I don't share, 
You don't have to have any knowledge of any doctrine. Doctrine doesn't save anybody. Jesus is the one who saves, right? Jesus is. You don't have to know about the mark of the beast. You don't have to know any of that stuff. None of that stuff is going to save anyone unless you want to scare someone into salvation. This is where I'm going to tell you my opinion. I don't want to be that girl that tells someone about this, this is going to happen. So if you don't get your life right, this is going to happen and scare them to Jesus because of the alternative. Uh Uh-uh. I want them to come to my Jesus because he's so good and because he has the best plan for it. He's the best option for them. That's why I want them to come to Jesus. I think folks who scare people into Jesus because of the alternative is hell. I think they live a life of fear. That's my opinion. You can, you could say you don't agree with me, but that is my opinion. If you are scaring people, Jesus has no fear. That's a part of him. I do not fear hell. I don't fear hell and nobody else should if they are saved. And if we're trying to get them to go to heaven and not hell, we don't got to scare them. Jesus is so good. Show them how good Jesus is. And so we say, well, what do we tell them then? What do we tell them? Remember the blind man? He's a great example for us. It's so simple. You don't need to know doctrine. You don't need to know anything about the last days. You don't need to know anything. All you got to do is what the blind man said. They said, do you think he's the son of God that healed your eyes? Do you think he said, all I know is that I was blind, but now I see. (laughs) That's it. He shared the good news with everybody who was listening. I was all I know. I was blind, but now I see. And it was this man who healed me. Well, you know what my testimony is when I share Jesus? I was bound, but now I'm free. (laughs) And here's how I was bound. I was caught up in this. And Jesus came and he delivered me and set me free. And now I live free every day. I don't wake up thinking every day, how can I sin today? I don't have a sin consciousness. Why? Because I had a heart change. Because people will say, well, that if you don't tell people about hell and this and that, they're going to just think that they could do whatever they want and they can go to heaven. No, it does not give them a license to sin. It gives them a license to be free and to serve Jesus and wake up every morning with the desire to live for him and not go in the other direction. We don't have to get anyone in fear about hell. People already fear that. They won't tell you that, but they already fear that. What we got to do is show them how good Jesus is. Show them how good he's been to you. So you don't have to have three years of Bible school under your belt. You don't have to, oh, I got to study before I can go out and share my faith. No, you don't. No, you don't. All you have to do is tell them, I once was this and now I'm this. And you can be the same way. He can do the same for you. Use your personality. Use your story. Use your testimony to be a laborer and a worker for Jesus. Amen. That's just something that was in my heart today. Because again, I think if, if the way I share Jesus and share my faith is the way I live my life. I am not in fear of going to hell. I am not. That will never happen in my life. And you go, well, you don't know. Yeah, I do know that because I'm in charge of Maria Murphy. 
And I'm in charge of what I do on a daily basis and what I don't do. So I know I will never go back to the old way of life. How did that happen for me? That's what I want to share with others because that was not always the case for me. That wasn't always the case for me. I went through a period of my life where I did wake up going, hmm, what can I get into today? And because my heart was not in the right place, it was always the wrong thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was always the wrong thing. But when your heart changes, oh Lord, when your heart changes, you just want to serve him. You just want to be a worker in his harvest. You just want to do everything you can to please him. So share Jesus, share the good news. I once was bound, but now I'm free. And that's available to you. It's available to you. And yeah, you will be rescued from death, destruction, hell, the lake of fire. <laughs> You'll be delivered from all of that. You won't have any part of that. Just receive him. Receive my wonderful Jesus. That's it. That is the good news. It's not about everything else. It's about Jesus and what he's done. Amen. What he's delivered us from. Glory to God. So as we pray for those who don't know the Lord and as we pray for the harvest, we pray that we would be the good laborers in his harvest. Amen. We do a lot of praying about us being that laborer because you're on this earth. He didn't take you to heaven when you got saved because there's work for us to do. Amen. Glory to God. Good morning, Miss Joanne. God bless you today. All right, let's pray. Lord of God, Father, we thank you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you that we can partner with the Lord of the harvest. That's you for your harvest. It's not our harvest. It's your harvest. And so I thank you for letting us have a share in this. <laughs> we have a share in this. And I thank you, Father, that, you know, we can be good laborers for you. And we thank you that it is your kindness that leads men to repentance. And so help us to be just good laborers for you, good workers in your harvest, that we would be able to tell the good news, the gospel of salvation. Jesus, Jesus, you are the gospel. You are the gospel who became, you are the word that was made flesh and dwelt among us. And so we thank you, Jesus, for your perfect example of how one can share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you that we can share our father with the world. We can share the good news of salvation with everybody, everybody that we come in contact with. Our lives can show it. Our mouths can tell it. And I thank you, Father God, that hearts are open and receptive to the word of God. Hearts are open in Jesus' name. Blinders are being removed in Jesus' name. I thank you that your harvest, Father God, is coming in more rapidly. It's accelerating as your coming is getting closer and closer, Jesus. I thank you that more and more people, they're being open. Their hearts are being open to receive the gospel. And so we thank you. This is our time. This is our time to share the good news. I thank you, Father God. I thank you for it. We once were bound, but now we're free. 
We were blind, but now we see. Glory to God. We lived in sin, but we've been set free. We've been delivered because of the blood of Jesus, our Savior. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. And you'll take the words that we say. You'll use our personality. You'll use everything to just glorify you and to, to bring people in, into your family. That's your desire. You desire, you said, that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so we thank you, Father God, that we have a share in this. We have a part in this. We are partners and co-laborers together with you for your harvest, an eternal harvest. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God. And we don't live in fear. We don't live in fear of the alternative because we've given our lives to you. We've surrendered our lives to you. And once we surrender to you, we do everything that we need to do to keep ourselves from falling, to keep ourselves from drawing back. We have the, the desire to live for you and we have the ability to be of those who do not draw back. We have that power within us to be that one that just steps forward and that never withdraws from you. We thank you for the grace upon our lives to do that. And I thank you, Father God, that not one, not one, not one, not one of our faith family, not one of our faith family will withdraw, will draw back in Jesus' name. Not one in Jesus' name. Not one, not one young person, not one uh, older person, not one will withdraw from you and your plan for us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, but we'll move forward in faith, working in your last great harvest, Father God. We will co-lay with you. Oh, we thank you, Father God, for the opportunity to do so. And we're going higher and higher, higher and higher, higher and higher in faith and in victory from glory to glory and faith to faith every day of our lives, every day of our lives, every day of our lives in Jesus name. And those around us, those in our families, those in our, our, our sphere of influence in Jesus name, we call them saved and delivered. If we're the laborer, help us to share the good news with them. If there's someone else, bring them, Father God, before their path sooner than later. In Jesus' name, we count them as one of our family. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I lift up Alan to you right now. In the name of Jesus, wherever he is, Father God, I just ask that you would touch him right now. Heal his body. In Jesus' name, open his eyes. Remove the blinders from his eyes. And I thank you for a heart change, a heart change, both his physical heart that's needed and his spiritual heart in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I call you well. I call you healed and whole by the stripes of Jesus. And I call you saved and delivered and set free by the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, no longer bound, but free, 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 free in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Your body functions in the way God designed it to function in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And we give the glory to you. We give the glory to you, Master. We give the glory to you in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want to be the individual that when I stand before God, that I bring some folks with me. Amen. 
<laughs> I want to bring some folks with me. I know I already got some folks. In, in 1987, I believe it was. I believe it was 1987 or 1988. It might have been 87. I had on my wall, uh, on my bedroom door actually, and it faced the outside, uh, on the door, I had a chart and it said in this year, I am going to win 10 people to the Lord. <laughs> and so I had that chart and every time I would lead someone to the Lord, I would cross it out. And we used to go witnessing like every uh, Saturday, I think with my dad. And so I would just, you know, I'm like, nope, I'm not standing with you and letting you do the talking. I'm going to lead these people <laughs> to the Lord. So I'd go off on my own and we lived in Brockton. Not in a safe area, my dad would have us going out. But me and my sister, you know, I was, what, 10, 11. We'd go out and we'd, or no, actually, that's more like probably 13. We'd go out, we'd knock on the doors ourselves <laughs> and knock on the doors and, and we'd witness to people. And I led 10 people to the Lord that year. And that was, that was in my teens, early teens. And so since then, I've led many more people to the Lord. But I know I have at least that 10. That 10 stays in my heart. I remember them. I remember those 10 because I was real intentional that year about leading people to the Lord. I had, that was my goal. I could have had, I want to grow my nails out because I used to bite my nails when I was young. I want to grow my nails out. I want to, you know, do exercise every day. I want, you know, to have money. I want to, you know, look for a good job when I get, nope. I had, I want to lead 10 people to the Lord. That was in my heart to do as a young person. And you know what? how rewarding that is to, to me. That was so rewarding. You know, I know it was for God and I know it was to get people into his kingdom and their lives were changed, but my life was changed because I saw that I could partner with God to tell others about him. And so we can do the same now. There's no different. We can be real intentional about it. And God is honored when we do that and he is pleased. Amen. So when we stand before God, you know, and he brings all those, just so you know, all these people are as a result of, of you telling them. And, and when I partner with ministries who are telling people about the Lord and winning souls, guess what? That goes to my account as well. And so we partner, we give financially and we pray for ministries who are doing the same thing. And you know what? I'm just grateful that that goes to our account. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He just, he desires that none should perish. Whatever way we can get the gospel out, the good news of our good savior and what he's done in our lives is just, that's a good day. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, thank you for joining me today. I thank God for his, his harvest and that we can be a part of it. Amen. We have a share. We have a share in his harvest. And so I thank God for that. Let him use you today. Let him use you today to make a difference in someone's life. Amen. Glory to God. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. And for those who are in the area tonight, we're going, we're driving around this evening again. We're driving around. We are going to be praying for the town of Dighton. We're working on our list of every street in Dighton, every home and every business we are praying for. And so we'll be driving around. Come and join us for a prayer tonight at 7 p.m. 